Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So quick podcast question came in that is probably an oldie for most of you in terms of where you're at with your cycling knowledge, but I'm glad this person asked it because it's a good reminder for all of us, especially as we get into group ride season and riding with our friends and maybe you're new to the podcast and you aren't familiar with things like consistent pedaling and how to do an endurance ride and how to execute your rides. So this athlete's question was hey, I have a pretty flattish loop with no stops and it should be good for keeping consistent power. However, when I look at my power files, I seem to be spending a lot of time outside of my desired sweet spot zone, but I keep the average lap power right around sweet spot. So my question is, do I just keep chasing this average power or do I have to accept that outside workouts are just not at just not as efficient as my indoor ones. So I'm really glad this athlete asked this question because this is definitely not the way he wants to be executing his workouts. Let's use a better example, one that's more common because you know I don't promote a ton of sweet spot. While there is a place for low threshold riding, I don't want to overhype it and overpromote it because I think most people shouldn't be doing it or doing it as much as they are doing it. So let's, then the more common one is the endurance ride that someone, I see this not as much with my athletes because usually when people come on board now, they, they've been listening to the podcast, they've read articles, they know about no coasting, they've understood that Let's say your endurance wattage goal is 220 watts and you go out with your friends and you're hitting 350 and 400 and a lot of zero and coasting and dilly-dallying and a couple smashing and, ah, well, my my average came out to 215. It's an endurance ride. (laughs) It would be better to look at the percentage of time spent in the zone as opposed to just the average so this athlete that asked a question about the sweet spot zone i would say how much time are you spending outside of your zone and let's call sweet spot for this example there's a lot of different variations sweet spot read different articles some call it 84 percent. some say it goes up to 97 percent. that's a big 
it's a good range. Um, so let's just say it's 93 to 97%. Um, I would look at how much time is below that and how much time is above that and then how much time is in it. With that type of riding, for the sweet spot example, hey, I would say you could have – if you're under threshold – and you're riding high tempo, low threshold in that range, you're probably going to have, I don't know, 70% of the time in there. And maybe this guy slacked off a little bit on some corners and then surged a little bit. It's probably even more time. But if you're doing an endurance ride, I would say you want to have 25% going to show up as tempo and hopefully 65% is as endurance. And the reason you're like, wait a minute, tempo? Because people are always shooting for the high end of endurance, especially if they're out with their friends. And I'm okay with that. I, I think there's benefit to doing it a little bit easier and having pure endurance rides, especially when you're tired. But if you're feeling good and you can push some extra watts and you're not doing it all the time, I think that's okay. And then there's about, you know, 10% to 20% left there for zone one that's going to happen just from descending or corners or traffic, getting out of town, whatever it might be. But so to his two questions, though, do I just keep chasing average power? Definitely not. Chase the most percentage time in the zone that you're targeting. Said differently what we just said. Make sure most of your time is in sweet spot. Or for my example, make sure most of my time is at endurance. And I'm not just looking at the average power. And then do I have to accept that outside workouts are just not as efficient as my indoor ones? 100% no. This is definitely part of getting better as a cyclist is using the bike properly and the gears. So we've talked a bunch on execution of intervals are you actually doing what your training plan says to do i would make a super strong case that don't pay for a template pay for somebody to see if you're doing the workouts properly if you've never had a coach that let me take that back because i try to not push coaching here if you did have a coach probably when you first started with them the thing that they talk about is, hey, okay, so this is how you can do this workout better. This is how you can optimize this workout. This is how you can get a little bit more out of this one. You didn't really nail this one because of this. And you'll hear a lot of execution cues. Getting, and I actually think Trevor Connor from the Fast Labs podcast did a podcast on this a long time ago. And I thought it was awesome that he brought this up. This is why I've been preaching, not preaching, eh, maybe I'm kind of preachy. This is why I've been pushing. If you don't have a coach and you don't want to invest in one, have a training buddy that will keep you honest with your execution. Did you dig deep enough on the VO2 max intervals? Did you actually ride above threshold for the threshold intervals that you're using to help push your FTP up? Or did you slack off and go kind of hard which kind of made you tired, which kind of didn't make you faster. Sadly, I know. Yes, I just said that. So I would 
you know, focus on hitting the watts within the prescribed zone. And while it might feel difficult at first to stay there, practice, practice, practice. This is putting reps in at the gym. It's key that you can understand how to do this and execute your intervals if you really want to get better as you go down the road. Sure, doing intervals that are not optimized and are not the best uh, execution, will you still get faster? Yes. Will you get your fastest? No. Will you get your fastest the fastest? No. So that's when I get these emails. Brendan, you put this podcast out and said you wouldn't get faster if you did this. And I've been doing this incorrectly and I'm getting faster. It's like, well, Teresa, you've been riding for three months. If you go just pedal anything, you're going to get faster. So I'm trying to hit on this podcast for the person who's super new, but also the person who's been training for two or three years. Hey, after three years, four years, like you really got to start doing these the right way. Because at some point, just the volume is not going to do the job. And the faster you do these more efficiently, the faster you get faster. That period. There's no, you can't, yeah, somebody could argue it, but you're not right. So outdoor workouts should be very close to dialed as indoor ones with the right practice and root selection. So no, can you go outside and have 0% coasting? Obviously not. So indoor, more efficient, can consistently pedal. I cannot argue that. I will give you that one all day long. Can you do VO2 max workouts? Can you do threshold workouts? Can you do all different types of intervals outside just as good as inside? Yes, but you need to have the right roads. You need to think about it. And I just posted a podcast about this. Like You might need to have an interval road that you go back and forth on. And if that doesn't interest you, then maybe you should stay inside and do them. I have nothing against indoor riding. Um, I don't know why people like think I'm picking on indoor riding sometimes. It's just not for me. I just, I would rather ride outside than inside. And we all have our choices in life. I'm just happy people are riding a bike. So great question. Thanks for it, Andrew. Good luck with the flattish loop and keep the watts flowing. Let's get it.